Today is November the 7th. Were the prophets important? Let's find out together as we read in 2 Kings. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read 2 Kings chapters 5 through 8. Now, this occurs during the reigns of King Jehoshaphat of uh, Judah and, uh, excuse me, King Jehoshaphat of Israel and King Jehoram of Judah. But the kings are almost not mentioned uh, during this. Instead, focus is brought on uh, the prophet Elisha and some other prophets uh, during this time. Uh, in chapter 5, um, Naaman is the commander of the army for the king of Aram, but Naaman has leprosy. He had captured a young Israelite uh, girl that he was using as a slave. She said, you should go to the prophet Elisha. He does, and in chapter 5, he is healed from his leprosy. Beautiful story there. In chapter 6, the king of Aram uh, sends his army to attack Samaria. And it's interesting, although Elisha does not like what the king of Samaria is doing, nevertheless, he recognizes that God still wants to protect the ten tribes of Israel. And he does that again in a miraculous way. Uh, the army comes, they're struck with blindness. Elisha leads them straight into Samaria. Uh, they're now surrounded. The king of Samaria says, should we kill him? And Elisha says, of course not. They're prisoners of war. Feed them and send them home. And so they make a great banquet for him. Well, for a period of time, this brought peace. But then the second part of chapter 6 and all of chapter 7 deals with Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, who besieges Samaria. The situation in Samaria becomes uh, dire. And um, as a result, the king of Samaria goes to Elisha, says, what's going to happen Elisha says, tomorrow, everything will change. By tomorrow, uh, food, which is so scarce in, uh, in Samaria, will be available for pennies. Um, the messenger, the king says, that can't be. Elisha says, well, you'll see it, but you'll not participate in it. That night, uh, the, the, uh, Aramean army hears the sound of an oncoming massive army, much bigger than theirs. And so they flee. They leave everything behind. And the next day, indeed, everything is available. Food is available for pennies. In chapter 8, the last of these chapters, um, Elisha uh, speaks to Hazael, Ben-Hadad, the king of Aram, had fallen ill. He sent 
Hazael, one of his servants, to talk to Elisha. Uh, he knew that his old prophets would not give him any word from God. Elisha would. Elisha tells Hazael, uh, tell your master he'll get well, but between you and me, he won't. He's going to die. The rest of the chapter, uh, <laughs> Elisha looks at Hazael and begins to weep. Hazael says, why? Why are you weeping? He says, because you're going to be king of Aram, and you're going to kill many Israelites. Uh, Hazael goes back, he gives the message to his Lord, and then he kills him in his sleep. The final part of chapter 8 tells of Jehoram and Ahaziah, who begins to rule. All of this goes to show, in the book of Kings, the kings are actually, uh, at least in this case, minor players. The major player is God. And God's messengers, the prophets, play a huge part in Second Kings. We're God's messengers today. Let's play a part in our own nation's history by being faithful messengers of the Lord. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the story of Jezebel and her daughter, Athaliah. <laughs>